0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft brought to you by Campus to Canton. Tonight's prospect, we we'll go back to the defensive side of the ball. Derek Hall, edge rusher from Auburn. He's a senior, 6'3", 251 pounds. I wanted to bring on Barnabas Lee. I put him now as Campus to Canton's most brilliant person. but I think he put in parentheses, yeah, right, site because I didn't do that. I think Barnabas is brilliant, and you guys all need to follow him. Barnabas, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing well. How about yourself? Yeah, I I appreciate the kind words, but uh, <laughs> there are so many you know amazing people working at C2C. ci I don't know if I can take that
0: title. <laughs> right, right. I just I love listening to you talk. and the way you break down stuff is just a level that I can't even understand. So like like you you watch football way different than I do. So you actually like I I don't know. I mean I can sort of read defenses and sort of, and you just you point out things that I'm just blown away by. So. Love listening to you, man. Always, always a good, always good talking to you, always good listening to you. All right. Tonight's like I said, Derek Hall. He was a four-star prospect in the class of 2019 from Gulfport, Mississippi, and up t- attending Auburn, obviously. And as far as statistically, he really broke out as junior year with 52 tackles, including nine sacks, 12 and, 12 and a half tackles for a loss, two forced fumbles, and last year another stellar season with 60 total tackles. heckles for loss, 6.5 sacks, an interception, which is nice to see, a fumble recovery, a couple forced fumbles. So he kind of got all over the ball. Barnabas, this is what I'm excited to talk about this guy. What skills does Hall have do you think can make him successful in the NFL?
1: Yeah, so Derek Hall is an interesting guy. He's probably just a tad under what scouts will look for as thresholds uh, for his size. But he just has this relentless motor. And you know, uh, part of him being slightly shorter is that I think he has the strength because he is able to coil up a little bit. And he's a good linear athlete, but he doesn't really bend that well. But I don't think it's as much of a problem as people think it is because of how he's learned to cope with it, in that there are certain times where you see these amazing edge rushers that are bending around the corner. And they have great, you know, hip flexion, they have good ankle flex flexion. Like these guys are just bendy and they they turn that corner really well. Derek Hall's not that guy. What he's going to do is he has found a way in which to create that arc artificially by leaning into his defenders. It's really interesting where he sets a very steep angle. And because the alignment is pushing against him, it creates that arc natural arc that you would expect from most edge rushers. So that was something I was impressed with. He has good strength. He has some of the best hands. You know, I don't know how big his hands are going to measure in. I shook his hand at the Senior Bowl, and I, it felt like uh, Tarzan meeting the Gorillas for the first time. It was like my tiny little hand <laughs> in there. You know, and he's got this – he kind of he has a little bit of a P. Diddy vibe in the way he looks too, so it was it was really intimidating, let me tell you.
0: He does. Um, we, he does.
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we watched him at the Senior Bowl, and there was one point – he was going up against Darnell Wright, who, granted, was playing on the left side. Darnell Wright is definitely a right-side guy, and we can talk about that at some other point. But uh, Derek Hall was going up against Darnell Wright on the left side. And there was one point where the coaches just had to be like, all right, look, Derek, you're disrupting practice. Like, the offense can't practice if you keep disrupting the play so much like this, so we're going to have to, like – you got to tone it down, buddy. Like they were just, he was just, it's so all just in the backfield, every play. And so, you know, you love that, you know, high energy, high effort uh, because, you know, frankly, not all the guys at the senior bowl were giving their full effort during practice. And it was kind of noticeable. And that just shows his good motor. Um, I I really like the way he uses his hands. He's not that long. He's, he has decent, uh, you know, size arms, but you know, his wingspan, because he's kind of sh- on the shorter end, isn't going to qu- measure in quite as long as some of these other freakish athletes in the draft. There was this one play I saw against Alabama where he just push he just one arms the left tackle backwards and just like punches him so hard that the left tackle I I don't or right tackle it was not Echior is the other side um but like essentially just like one arms this guy and the guy the guy takes like two steps backwards just from that impact and so I think he has good hands um that will really help him it's just that you know I guess this is the next question as well
0: but he's he's just a tad shorter than you'd want him to be. Right. Yeah. I noticed that too. It's good. The way you worded that was perfect because I noticed that too, that he would often on his most successful pass, pass rushing reps, he would line out quite wide and he, because of his burst, he would be, he would get that different angle, you know, and he would hit that offensive lineman at the, at an angle where the offensive lineman couldn't really handle him. And then when he'd convert it to power with his hands, I mean, it was, it made it, made it look kind of like bend yeah like you said but it's definitely not bend you know he's not going to get up under the guy like you right. want your textbook guys to do so it was pretty yeah. impressive the way he did that and is he's, he's just he's a lot more powerful than you think he was uh, he'd be at that size for six three two fifty he worked really well with his hand in the dirt which i think don't think he'll be a lot in the nfl but we'll, we'll talk about that when he gets to that part so what do you think what, what do you think he needs to work on what do you think could hold him back
1: yeah. So we mentioned his lack of elite bend um, and some teams really want that guy. That's, you know, going to have one foot. That's his foot. That's about two yards away from his, the center of his body. Right. They, they, a lot of teams will want that he's slightly below average. So he's, he's listed at six, three, uh, according to the team page, uh, his senior bowl measurements were like six, two and a half. But he did have like 33 inch arms, which is kind of like, kind of, you know, lab made almost. Uh, so he, a lot of teams will be out on edge rushers that aren't six three and a half plus, and that's just the fact of the matter. I think he's strong enough. Um, he uh, another weakness I'll mention is that he played in kind of a weird defensive system. That that defensive system, it's becoming more popular in college, but it was like a variation of the four two five that everyone's running these days, except it was almost different in that. In some cases, Derek Hall was rushing like a 5-tech, maybe even a 3-tech in certain certain situations. Yeah, I noticed
0: that. It was weird. Yeah,
1: and he's 250, you know, but he was holding his own in there, and he was causing interior disruption too at the end of the day. Um, So I I think there's like a little bit of thing where no one really knows where to play him. He could play 5-tech if he bulks up, but I don't know if that frame can add that much more weight. If you want him straight as an edge rusher, he's just a tad bit short. So he's kind of like this tweener, not really know what to do with him. And his technique is very bowling ball, wrecking ball types. He's just kind of running in as fast as he can and bouncing around until he finds the ball. Um, And, you know, we, we mentioned, like, he has that one technique where it looks like a bend, but it's not really a bend. But other than that, like, he's just using his hands to push. It's not really, like he kind of predetermines what his uh, pass rush is going to be. And then he just does that one thing. And so sometimes he will just get locked up because that one thing was countered by the offensive lineman.
0: Right. That's the big glaring thing. I noticed the lack of a plan, you know, like counters, you know, things like that. He doesn't really, you know, it's, it's definitely not there. We didn't mention in his strengths either. I think he's really good at run defense. I was really surprised that yeah. his, his discipline, like when he, even when he would go out wide, he had enough discipline to realize, oh crap, it's coming inside, you know, and he he made a lot of tackles for loss that I saw were really impressive where he looked like he would have been out of the play and most guys would have been, but he was smart enough to realize what was going on. So I really thought he was intelligent in that aspect. So,
1: yeah, I think a part of it is intelligence. Part of it is also just like motor, I think is his big thing. He's going to give hundred percent effort every time. A lot of players will get caught up field and they just give up on the play. Um, a lot of guys in this class included, right? Even the better run defenders, once they get caught up field they're they just consider themselves out of the play. Um, but he, he runs and granted Auburn needed him. That was a bad team this year. Um, they yeah. totally underperformed and they were playing from behind all the time. And so he needed to be good at run defense because they were just getting run up on after a while. Um, and so, yeah, I agree with you. His run defense is, is especially interesting because he's, he's smaller than you would think. Right, um, right. you watch him on tape and you're like, oh, he's okay size, but he's actually, he's like, we'll call him small. Like, he's not quite like small, small, but like he's on the lower end of normal. Right. And so, so considering his size, he's actually a very good run.
0: Right. Right. Great technique. So great technique. Uh, what do you think role going to have in the NFL now? I know we've talked about tweener and where do you think he'd fit best?
1: Yeah, so I think he's a run down edge to start with, right? I'm a Cowboys fan so I'll I'll always go to like someone like Chauncey Golston, right? Some of these Iowa guys come out and they they're only playing run defense for uh for a while when they first start because they just haven't figured out the pass rush counters yet. Um and I think I think that's a little bit of Derek Hall there. Um he's definitely got some special teams in him. Uh he's like I think he has the speed to do it and uh he could bulk and play 5 tech, but I I think he's probably not big tall enough to like hold his own out there i think that he's he is a true edge rusher he's not gonna make a whole lot of counting stats right like he had a lot of tackles mostly because auburn was getting run over every every uh game um (laughs) he actually regressed in sacks he had a higher he had nine sacks his uh junior year and six and a half his senior year um and if you look at all the auburn you know insider or like fan pages or whatever uh in the blogs they they were all thinking double digit sacks for Derek Hall. And they, you know, that, that probably was a fair projection at the time because they didn't realize that this team was going to be quite as bad as they, but he will definitely make the guys around him better. Like, because he's working so hard, it will create opportunities for other guys, especially in the NFL, you know, where it's harder to get away with low effort. Um, And I think, I think Derek Hall is one of those guys that will elevate a defense, even if he's not necessarily getting the sack. The interesting thing about him is I, you know, a lot right now, according to mock draft database, he's getting mocked around the late first round. I think I'm higher on my his evaluation than others are. And I have like a round two, round three grade. I think he goes somewhere between, what is that? 48 to 64, like
0: some, somewhere yeah. around there. Oh, ag- agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he he he's getting really a lot of hype, and I think part of it is he was at the Senior Bowl, and so people just got eyes on him. Um, and he he would he he had a great week. I was there, right? Like I I get it. He had a really great week. I don't think he's a first round grade just because most defensive coordinators will be out on him for first round draft capital because he's just just just, like if he was an inch taller, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he was an inch taller, he's there. But like he's just like just short, too short, like just a little bit, and so. I like him a lot. I think he's going to be a productive guy and a guy that we look back on. He's not going to be – I don't know that he's an all-pro potential type guy, but we're. I think he's going to be a guy we look back on in a couple of years uh, and be like, how did he, this guy fall to the third round? He's, he's a productive guy. In terms of like team fits and stuff, I think he needs to go into a team across from a pure speed, like pure bend rusher. And so like someone like uh, I was thinking like someone like Carolina, right? Where like you have Brian Burns on one side who's as bendy and as fast as can be. (laughs) You need someone on the other side that'll be a little bit more rock solid and a little bit playing more at home where you'll, you'll push the pocket in instead of just like trying to go around the pocket. Somewhere like that, um, but you know, other teams I, I think that might be interesting are uh, someone like Kansas City, where they don't really care what you look like as long as you're disruptive. Go for it, like go, 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 do your <laughs> thing. They just kind of let you go. Uh, so I, I think that's a good fit, and you know, someone like uh, somewhere like Arizona, maybe early round three, they they have a defensive head coach now. Um, they that's committed to building around the quarterback. Um, and so while they will probably got an interior guy in the first round, they, they are losing JJ Watt now, right? So they could use an edge rusher. So I I think top of round three, that's a decent fit as
0: well. Right. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Casey was a, a popular one on the mock draft database. Most of them were first round, but I think they could, if they go into the second round with him, I think that's obviously a lot better. And I like your yeah. player comp for him too. Who you got? Okay, disclaimer, I
1: really dislike doing player comps. I, I truly, <laughs> truly I do. Why I ask. not <laughs> uh, it, it I ask. It, it's just never right. And like it, I, I know I get the people. The people love player comps. But uh, uh, my player comp for uh, Derek Hall is Melvin Ingram. So Ingram is kind of also this just like physical burly type. When he was coming out, he played a little bit of defensive tackle too, which was kind of the way that some of Derek Hall's snaps played out because he just got, he pushed inside instead of outside. I just thought saw a couple like uh, playing stuff, uh, playing some play similarities when they were in school, right? Uh, Melvin Ingram obviously from South Carolina, and um, and Derek Hall at Auburn. They they both played against SEC competition. They were kind of these bounce around, you know, bounce from blocker to blocker to find the ball type guys. And you know, other than Melvin Ingram's re- refusal to wear gloves, uh, like they they kind of look the same out there too. Kind of thicker guys. I yeah, almost you know size, I shook Derek man. Hall's hands he he's a pe- heavily padded on those hands let me tell you and I, I'm sure that helps with his punches because he you can see offensive linemen getting knocked back when he hits him and I think Melvin Engram is kind of that like power rush type guy he's not super bendy either but he he just makes plays too and so I think uh body composition as well as uh just like style of play it was kind of similar there
0: yeah, I think that's probably about his upside, too, as far as his fantasy, NFL impact, everything. Yeah, so if, if he got that type of career out of him, I think he'd be pretty happy. Alvin Ingram was kind of maddening for fantasy, so yeah, I, I can see Derek Hall probably being that way as well, so. Yeah, um, for sure. I,
1: I don't think he merits the same level of draft capital, and so I don't think people would be quite as frustrated because they'll be it'll be more of a pleasant surprise than Ingram, who I think, <laughs> what, 16th overall or something? think it'll be interesting because if, if you're desperately in need of an edge, um, or maybe someone in IDP classifies him as defensive tackle, or, or, then you get extra value out of him, and I, oh, I think yeah, that's where definitely. that comes
0: from. righty, well thank you as always man, always good to talk to you Barnabas, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter, find your work, all that stuff.
1: Yeah uh, so you can find me on Twitter at PKJB PKJBLee, uh, you can find most of my stuff on the Campus Decanton feeds, uh, whether it's, I don't really have any articles coming out anytime soon, but Um, I am considering, uh, sharing my scouting processes on a position by position basis. That's uh, a project that I'm considering. So if anyone wants to hear that, let me know. Um, and I'll definitely get to work on it because, uh, this is a fun class where a lot of different tools on different guys at at the same position. So I I think I can pull some stuff out there if people are interested.
0: So, um, yeah, that's shoot. I'm interested, man. I I always (laughs) love that's that's one of the, the nerd things in me. I love reading that stuff, you know, cause I love whenever someone says, this is how I scout. I, I love it. Like I love that type of stuff. Cause I mean, none of us are by any means perfect. So we could all use as much information on that as possible. You know, it's one of those areas where you start to see more and more <laughs> armchair scouts. I don't know if that's such a thing, but you know, more and more people that, you know, as this show has shown, I, I have so many people I can reach out to that are analyze the draft and scout, you know? So, everybody loves it. It's, you know, it's just something fun to do. So I'm always curious to hear processes and how, yeah. So count me as one, man. Yeah. Apparently people take my
1: word for some, for something, but you know, I'm always trying to learn too. like uh, something that I've been learning this uh, off season is um, how trying to learn how to scout these side saddle corners. So uh, like Dan Lanning at Oregon now, but also most of the Georgia guys are always, they're never going to backpedal if you notice on their tape. They're always uh, kind of like shuffling sideways. And it's like that cover three scheme. Um, I actually spoke briefly with Dane Brugler about it in Mobile. And I just don't know how to scout that because I don't know like what their technique looks like or anything. And then I I also um, have been reading up on like playbook installations because I I think it's interesting to see like if you understand why a player is making the decisions they are, I think that it better informs how you can evaluate their techniques going into the nfl because the fact of the matter is when players go to the nfl they one recreate their bodies in in a big massive way and so like the guys you know some people call i've heard it called the peanut butter um and i've, I've referenced it a couple times too where guys will gain like 20 pounds when they get to the nfl and you know so they got to get their uh second year pl- peanut butter and it, coaches will basically start from the ground up for most players in terms of technique and stuff. So it's, it's really interesting to see where you, you, where technique meets scheme. And I think I think that's the important point that I've been working on this off season. Yeah. Cool, man.
0: I'd love to hear more you can find me on twitter ff People's champ this podcast daily draft rprt and make sure you check out the entire campus to canton family of podcasts and articles subscribe to the site everything man we've got some major major stuff coming up here the freshman guide's about to drop debbie guide lots of draft content we this campus to canton is a place to be if you check us out thank you guys very much for listening we will talk to you tomorrow